Hello and welcome to the Global City Missions podcast. The podcast is hosted by Global City Mission Initiative. This is Seth Bouchel, GCMI's team leader in New York. And today I'll be talking with GCMI's director, Jared Looney, addressing the topic, Things I Wish I Knew. So this is becoming something of a series for us on the Global City Mission podcast. Uh, but just to give you some background, I was in a training a few months ago with some new missionaries to New York City. And one of the questions that I was asked uh, at the end of the training, one of the young missionaries said, hey, if you were in our position, if you were starting over in missions, what do you wish that you knew? And so I've talked about it in previous episodes, but I like to get that perspective from uh, more seasoned missionaries, because one of the things that we've realized in training people to do cross-cultural missions, both in the U.S. and abroad, is that the hardest thing to produce for new workers is perspective. Uh, it's the most difficult thing because it only comes from experience in the field and very listening deeply and trying to learn from the mistakes of others. And so I think this is a good conversation for us to have. And I wanted to take advantage of having Jared in the room. Uh, so Jared, talk to me about it. What, what do you wish that you'd known starting out? I think looking back, I don't think anyone ever quite prepared me for managing missionary emotions, managing your own emotions and feelings as a missionary. Um, you feel, you often feel, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but, but I, I, know, I, I know that it's common enough from my own story and others I've heard from where you, you feel a certain guilt if you're not overworking yourself. Um, there's these people behind you and supporting you that have sent you off and you, uh, you really want to do well and, and, and honor their commitment to you by, by working really hard. And you, you, can, you can really push yourself hard. Um, there's a part of you that is trying to validate yourself. Um, you want to you wanna make sure that, that you're effective and you're doing the right things, that your calling is true. Uh, you want to be successful, like anybody in any, if you will, career. Uh, and so you, uh, you kind of almost want to, you almost kind of want to force that sometimes. Um, where it affects the decisions you make. Where when you, when you should go slow, you try to rush things. Um, or maybe the experience could be on the other side, where maybe you, you need to make a decision and you're, you're paralyzed. Yeah, let me ask you about that because I, I hear a couple things in what you're saying that align with a common uh, confession I hear from younger missionaries. Well, two things. One is the guilt mm -hmm. that I'm not working hard enough. I'm not working hard enough to justify the financial support that I have. I'm not working hard enough to see the results that I want to see. Uh, so I think that's one. And related, I hear you talking about uh, maybe the insecurity or the self-doubt that comes out of the initial years and maybe not just the initial years in the field where you say, you know, am I really called to this? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Or maybe was there misunderstanding or self-deception in getting to the field? Uh, can you talk about both of those things? Cause I hear it so often from young missionaries. What do you have to say to those two kind of experiences or emotions? Yeah, I think there is a, a desire for, success and to be able to um, really perform well. And out of that, um, I think there's, there's a couple different drivers. You know, sometimes that is really wanting to 
um, honor the people that have aligned with us, and, and out of, even out of the best of intentions. Um, and I think that also comes, another place that comes from another source is our own insecurity, um, where we want to, uh, we want to, in a sense, you know, prove ourselves. And, and I think this is, um, you know, probably true at every stage, but certainly true when we're starting out. And there's, there's people watching, you know, how are they going to do at this? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, informing people and disciples and discipleship communities that are going to uh, multiply and have far-reaching impact, that work often needs to begin slow. And I know that uh, there have been moments in my ministry where I pushed hard and fast and rushed decisions that uh, that should have been slower, um, but, I, but I wanted to get to that place of... Um, you know, of success and look at what we're doing. And we, in the end, we probably would have been more, you know, quote, successful if it had gone slower. But the, the driver was this, um, th- this, this feeling, this need of like, well, I, I got to produce something and I got to produce something fast or I'm going to be judged by it. Now, whether anyone intends that, that can come from within the missionary himself without anybody saying it. Um, and, you know, I think both things are probably true. Yeah, there, sometimes there's probably people that are guilty of, of applying the pressure. But oftentimes what I find is no one needs to apply it. Uh, we apply it to ourselves pretty, pretty well. Hmm. And um, even, if, even if everyone else has done it right and really, really been just amazingly grace-giving and supportive to the missionary, the missionary can still do it to themselves. Yeah. And so... Um, so talk to me about this, you know, the topic is things I wish I knew. I think you're describing well the experience, especially early in missions, but what do you know now that you didn't know then? One of the things I had to learn pretty early on in order to continue being a missionary and not like, you know, push myself straight into, you know, burnout and quitting and overexhaustion um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I rode the margins on those things quite a bit, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, one of the things I had to learn pretty early on just as a skill, I think of self-management was self-talk. Um, what, I, do, you I did, mean, what I, do you mean by that? Well, I would do, I do a lot of self-talk. So, um, it, you know, if, if I know, Hey, I, I've been, I really have been working well and I see some things coming up ahead that I'm also going to be putting in, you know, 10, 12 hour days or I'm about to make a trip that's going to be, you know, intensive or whatever it is. It's like, hey, I can take a day off here. And that doesn't mean that I'm this incredibly lazy person. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I can tell myself, hey, I actually, you know, I've I've studied this stuff. I've learned this stuff. I've walked with people in faith development. I, I've made disciples. I see what this looks like. Um, I know the strategic decision right now is to slow down and have some patience. Or maybe, you know, this person who's teetering on the edge, the healthiest thing to do right now is to let them go and see if they come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, these are good decisions, but um, I need to tell myself not to be ruled by my fear. Mm-hmm. Um, that I need to make decisions that have risk. Um, sometimes it comes down to relational, what I would call relational ethics, where someone may be teetering on the edge 
Edge of what? What do you mean? By well, uh, on the edge of being part of your ministry, part of your church plant, in leadership, all, all those kind of scenarios. And the the most responsible thing to do would be to let them go and make their own decision, meaning that you might lose their involvement. Rather than push them. Rather, rather than yeah. manipulate them. Okay. To, to continue to stay connected, uh, to continue with you, that would be the easiest thing to do would be to take your role as a spiritual guide and manipulate them with the primary motive being your ministry benefiting. Sure. Uh, when the most pastoral, most ethical thing to do would be to release them. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that sometimes people need more accountability and you call them to stay, because there is, I, I really am a believer in staying power. But I think many of us have been in situations where um, someone's at a crossroads and it's really going to affect you if they, if they let go, but they need to make the decision and they need to let go. And sometimes God may even be calling them to something else. Sure. So it sounds like you're saying there's a real need to understand our own insecurity and how motivated we are by fear and a desire to prove our efforts to others that may make us make poor ministry decisions or even unethical ministry decisions. But let, yeah. me, let me ask you this. How do you learn that? self-awareness? I mean, is that something that comes with experience or are there disciplines or, or ways of going about learning that uh, in the field and, and in the missionary life? Yeah, I, I think um, I, I think there's a few important things here. One, I, I think it, it can only, by learn by, only be learned by experience. But that doesn't mean it has to be 100% hard knocks for everyone. Um, I, I think it's learned by experience, but I think it's best learned by experience with the input of others. Um, so those of us who have been around a little while, uh, we need to be honest about this. We need to be honest about the cycle of emotions and learning these things. And, and, and those who stayed locked into missions, um, you know, how, how that happened, (laughs) you know, um, uh, you know, why didn't we jump off a bridge, (laughs) you know, so to speak. And, uh, uh, I never was tempted to do that, but so to speak, you know, but, but wh- why didn't that happen? Um, you know, what kept us, we need to be honest about that. We need to be transparent about that and, and what that looked like so that others have some more tools to be, to work from at an earlier stage in their development. Um, and then I think we need to be engaging in learning these things through experience um, in conversation with others, both our peers and those mentors that have gone before us. Um, so that as we're, as we're experiencing it, so sometimes one of the things I've talked about is the need for, for missionary apprenticeship, that, that I think new missionary candidates need to get it, dig in and do apprenticeships. And I don't mean summer, um, because I, a lot of times what happens, summer internships and summer internships are good things. They're, they're good exposure. But sometimes what happens in the cycle of the summer is, you're only there for a month or two, and you may end that summer somewhere during your honeymoon phase. Or you may hit a wall, and that's where your time ends. If you're doing something that's closer to, say, a year, for example, which we've, we've had a lot of involvement in that that type of cycle. If you do something like a year, you're probably going through multiple cycles of, this is amazing, I feel horrible, oh, I feel better again. And then the next time you feel horrible again, you've been here before. And so you know that, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. um, because you've experienced this before. And hopefully 
through an, through more of an apprenticeship experience, um, if you've if you've chosen your mentors well, uh, meaning finding people who are, um, you know, living a whole life, you know, they, they've they're not perfect, but they've they've been through these things and they're, um, you know, they have some relative stability. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we all got our issues, right? But they have some relative stability, and and so you've you've chosen your mentors well, and they're speaking into you. Uh, and then, and then as you experience this, um, you know, you've been through this before and you're learning the tools to go through it. So I, I think just really recognizing that, um, our own feelings of fear, our own feelings of guilt, our own feelings of insecurity, um, our own shame, um, whether real or imagined, and oftentimes it might be a mix of both, um, that we have to learn how to um, understand when they're there, um, which, again, I don't know how you learn other than through experience, uh, but we need to have the type of experiences that when those things happen, they don't take us out of missions, uh, that that we understand this is part of the process. So we need to have an honest conversation. Um, we need to have people that are a little bit ahead of us on the journey, that are where we are in the journey and people that are behind us on the journey that we're speaking into as well. Um, so I, I think that, you know, when it comes to strategy and ministry method, there's a lot of, I wish I knew then what I know now, but if there was one thing that I would say is first things is most important is we need to learn to manage ourselves and I don't know that that was spoken into me a whole lot in terms of managing my own emotions in particular. And we need to have more of that conversation. Yeah, that's really good stuff, Jared. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us today on this episode of the Global City Missions podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes or comment with questions and experiences from your own ministry. You can find out more about GCMI on our website at globalcitymission.org, or you can visit us on our Facebook and Twitter.